0: With about a week to go until the Knoxville Nationals, Rico Abreu and Donnie Schatz are gaining some momentum. We'll talk about them, uh, plus an impressive stretch of races for Mitchell Moles and more. Let's go. It's Tuesday, August 2nd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I mentioned briefly on the show yesterday that I thought Rico Abreu could be a factor at Knoxville next week for the Nationals. And I wanted to start things off today by expanding on that a bit and talking about a few other drivers to keep an eye on as we get closer. So first up with Rico, that Saturday night win with the All-Stars was definitely a strong way to head into the season's biggest sprint car event. Outside of the 360 Nationals, which Rico is not entered in as of right now, and the Capitani Classic, Saturday's All-Star show was the final chance for drivers to get on track at the Sprint Car Capital of the world. Taking down a convincing win over Kerry Madsen and Tyler Courtney and his recent run of good finishes definitely make Rico one to watch. And this wasn't a small field of cars on Saturday night night at Knoxville. We had a bunch of cars and a bunch of good cars in attendance as well. Without the mechanical gremlins uh, gremlins he suffered at I-70, we could easily be looking at three straight all-star top fives for the 2014, and he led laps in back-to-back races. He was also strong at Eldora during the Kings Royal weekend, including two podium finishes and laps led. This is the point in the season where that partnership with crew chief Ricky Warner uh, will pay dividends for that team, and I think you saw that at Kings Royal, and I think you're seeing that right now at Knoxville, and I think we'll continue to see that in the next Uh, 10 days or not 10 days but seven or eight days here when we get to the nationals that's going to be a big pickup for rico and i think you're going to see that also because of the drama at weed sport over the weekend donnie shots second victory of 2022 was definitely overshadowed with the outlaws shots hadn't won an outlaw feature since the opener at volusia way back in february but we've seen signs of life from the tsr 15 as of late between the grove and weed sport they now have four straight top seven finishes and donnie has led laps in three consecutive races after winning the season opener, shots went 31 Outlaw shows without even leading a single lap. But in the 13 races since then, has led in five races because of several different factors. Here, that team isn't quite what it was in the past. I think you're, you know, you're, you're looking at some of the issues with the Ford engine and setups, and you know, uh, obviously the World of Outlaws continue to be an incredibly competitive uh, series uh, with so many guys at the top being so good. But it feels like they will be ready to go come Nationals time. Donnie's record at Knoxville is absolutely incredible. Obviously, you don't even need to talk about it. 10 wins. Uh, only Steve Kinzer has more on Knoxville Nationals titles than does Donnie Schatz. And don't forget last year, he drove up from fifth to the lead by lap 11. He did eventually finish second to winner Kyle Larson, but a strong run last year. Over his last 24 starts at Knoxville, Donnie's average finish in features is 6.42. I think when you start to talk about potential favorites, Larson is obviously at the top of the list. He's the defending champion, and he's obviously become the Pied Piper of dirt racing here. I think Brent Marks is also in the mix, you know, with what we've seen from him in the last several weeks, you know, the Kings Royal success, the, you know, the historical big one, all the things he's done. Brad Sweet and David Gravel are both, both past champions of the Knoxville Nationals. They're going to be up there as well. So I think those four guys are definitely, uh, you know, the probably the, you know, if you had to take those four of the field, I, I would imagine you would take those four, but I think Shots and Rico are two guys who are really rounding into form at the right time right now. And I don't, you know, you're not going to call Donnie Shots and Rico a dark horses at this point, but you know, outside of that t- kind of tops, you know, group of racers, those four guys I mentioned, those two guys are going to be kind of right there as well. Before we move on to other things, one other note from the last few days, I really like what we're seeing right now from Mitchell Moles on the non-wing side. I try and keep you guys up to speed on young drivers out there who could be on the rise, and, and Moles is one that I'm not sure people have really noticed just yet on kind of on the national stage. He moved east from California this year to try and jumpstart his career, and between the opportunity in the Chad boat Midget and more recently in the Reinbold Underwood Sprint Car, he's been really strong. During Indiana Sprint Week, he did have finishes of 20th and 21st between Kokomo and Circle City, but he also had a podium at Gas City, top tens at Bloomington and Hobart, and that win at Lincoln Park. And his pace in qualifying has been really good. In 12 attempts so far this year with the USAC National Sprint Car Series, his average time trial position is 4.17. And over his last six races, which is all of Sprint Week, the six nights of Sprint Week, he went quick time on four different nights. I think he's definitely got some things to learn come feature time. You don't want to see him tearing up equipment. I think there's been some bad decisions. But as they say, it's easier to pull the reins back on a driver than it is to kick them in the ass. And I think that's what we're seeing right now with Moles. As he continues to get more experience, run more races, uh, I think you'll see him kind of mature a little bit more. And, and, you know, he'll be smarter about those decisions he makes at certain points in the race. But he's got plenty of speed. And I think he's definitely a guy we could see grab a few more wins this season between the midget and the sprint car. Uh, If you want to watch some sprint car racing tonight, the ASCS National Tour is headed to Lakeside Speedway in Kansas for their final race before the 360 Nationals get going uh, at Knoxville on Thursday. Unfortunately, their speed week ended up kind of falling flat at the end. They hit rainouts at Creek County and Salina over the weekend. But the next five days should be really fun with those guys. And I don't know that there is a single series in America that has suffered more this year than the ASCS has with the rainouts and the tire supply issues. Wayne Johnson has climbed back atop the National Tour point standings, leading Blake Hahn right now by 19. And a strong speed week for Tim Crawley has moved him to third. He's only 27 points behind Johnson. So really a three-way battle for the championship right now. And since a 23rd place finish at I-70 on June 25th, Crawley has nine straight top tens, four podiums, and two victories. You know, we thought maybe the season would be about some of the younger guys with the ASCS, but it seems to maybe be more about the veteran guys. Wayne Johnson had been a regular with the Outlaws in recent seasons, but he stepped back to a more manageable schedule for him. Uh, And this season, returning to full-time ASCS racing is paying off. He's leading the championship, and right now he has the most wins with the series with four, and he's got the most top fives and the most top tens. Last year at Lakeside, Sam Havertib Jr. went on to the win after a battle with Dylan Westbrook. You can watch the SCS National Tour live tonight on Flow Racing. Then we can look forward to the 360 Nationals coming up this weekend. Right now, they've got 109 cars on the pre-entry list. In iRacing competition last night, the Word of Outlaws Butt Kicker Lay Model Series was at Cedar Lake Speedway for round number two. Incredibly, last week's winner and series points leader coming into the night, Hayden Cardwell, missed the feature he was involved in an incident right at the start of b Number number 2 and was left on the outside looking in. That will definitely be a hit to his championship hopes. In the 50-lap main event, 2019 series champion Blake Majulis started on the pole and he went flag to flag out front for the win. Evan C. and Desmond Busby rounded out the podium. Nobody was really ever able to challenge Majulis out front. He was pretty strong. So it was a nice little appetizer leading into the USA Nationals this weekend at Cedar Lake for the real-life World of Outlaws LA Muddle Series. The iRacing Pro competitors are back next Monday night to take on Eldora for round number three. It will be streamed free uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern on Dirt and on YouTube if you would like to tune in. There are five shows on the streaming schedule today. Flow Racing, like I said, has the ASCS National Tour from Lakeside Speedway and Flow 24-7. Flow also has the draft show for the BC39 uh, guys drawing their, I believe, their starting positions for heat races. I didn't put that on the schedule because it isn't actually racing, but if that's something you're interested in, that is also happening on Flow. SpeedSport has Wissota and IMCA racing as well between Gondic Law, Deer Creek, and Rice Lake. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, you can head over to dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Tuesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Make sure as well to hit that like button, that subscribe button. We are trying to get to 10,000 subscribers by year's end, and I'm looking at you. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.